Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are SC. We are SC. We are. Welcome to Five Things. This is Eric McKinney joined by Mark Culkin and Greg Katz, as always, after USC games. Uh, this time, guys, we're talking about a USC 45-14 to 14 win. Boy, it didn't look like that. We, we were going to be talking about a win early on as Washington State jumps out to that 14-0 lead. But USC able to come all the way back. Let, let's hop into our first thing. Mark, we'll start with you. As always, first thing, your player of the game. Oh, wow. Um, I, I don't think anybody's going to disagree with this. You've got to go with Jackson Dart. I mean, to step in the way he did, now, we should let people know there were packages ready for him in this game. They weren't ready to put him in when they did. But when he stepped in, took him a little while to get warmed up. But at the end of the day, um, what were the final yardage totals, Eric? 390 yards. 391, 391 for Dart, which, again, set a USC record for most passing yards in a debut. Four touchdowns and uh, shades of Sam Darnold floating through our minds. Greg, go ahead. Your player of the game. I have to painfully uh, say that I also agree with um, well, Mr. Culkin there. Um, I don't know. I thought I was having a dream, actually. I, I wasn't sure if I was watching the reincarnation of Sam Darnold or a little bit of Carson Palmer at the same time. But I will tell you this. He is an unbelievable. I mean, forget about Washington State. Okay. Keaton probably could have had a good game too if he would have survived the pinata experience. But bottom line is, is you, wow, I just thought that Dart really made a statement. In fact, uh, one of the things I'm writing for tonight was um, if Clay Helton was a change for the future, Jackson Dart might be a change for the present. Yeah, and I think that uh, Jackson Dart, it wasn't that he was good. He was really good. And the point was to me is I don't care about the interceptions that we've seen that with, with guys who are far more experienced to keep his poise like that after he got racked up and was walking around uh, with a limp and he didn't wimp out and he, and he sucked it up. Boy, he was getting better and better and better as that game went on. I think he could have thrown for 900 yards if the game went eight quarters. <laughs> yeah, as I before Eric takes over, I turned to him. I said, Eric, this reminds me exactly of Sam Darnold's first row game. Interception, fumble, trying to do a little bit too much, but you could just see the abilities out there. Go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. Brett Nealon after the game. It's he, he's Sam Darnold. Reminds me of Sam Darnold. Looks like Sam Darnold. Plays like Sam. I mean, all, all of that. Like it, it, it's the name that gets brought up. And, and Look, if, if we're picking a player of the game, you guys are right. It's it's Jackson Dart. I, of course, having to go third, I'm going to cheat again, like always. Uh, I'm going to say the USC defense. Look, that that was not a great start. I'm going to give it to all of them, everybody who played. Uh, three sacks on the day, including Drake Jackson's, you know, sack fumble in the end zone. Uh, Tui Filodu gets the fumble recovery for a touchdown. Kalen Bullock with a really great interception. Jaden Williams with an interception. Jalen Smith with a sack. Kanai Naga with a sack. And... 
for a long stretch. I mean, you're, you're talking about just numbers you don't believe from the Washington mm -hmm. State offense based on how they started. I mean, you're talking about negative, negative two yards in the third quarter, three turnovers, negative two yards in the third quarter, the way USC came out defensively. It, it was an unbelievable, the, the entire game, really. The, the USC defense, I, I think, took charge of it, but just the most unbelievable 180 that I've seen inside a game with how much momentum was going one way, stopped completely and just crushed back all the way the other way for the rest of the game. And, and I think the defense gets a, it should get a ton of credit for that. And they said they, they never felt like, oh my gosh, we don't know what we're going to do. They, they felt offense and defense when it was 14, nothing early, both units, got, both guys from both units said, no, 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 we, we felt like it was going to happen and, and we were going to get there. And, and Dante Williams said it was just a matter of them to getting, getting over the, uh, the need to press, to want to make all the biggest plays early on and, and playing outside of themselves. And once they settled in, Drake Jackson said that, once we settle in and, and play like that, uh, we, we feel like we can stop anybody. So again, cheating, going with the entire defense. Well, and I'm not a stack guy, but to kind of put an exclamation point on your point, Eric, Washington State had 10 offensive possessions in the second half. They had zero net yards on their first seven possessions. They finished with 82 yards in the second half, all in the last three possessions. It was towards the end of the second half. It was like somebody went in to the video game and put all the sliders down to easy for, for the USC defense. It all clicked. They had answers where, where it looked like they had no answers early. They figured them all out uh, over that, the, the end of the second quarter, really into the second half. Uh, let, let's go play of the game. Greg, we'll start with you. Your play of the game, our, our second thing. No-brainer, the 38-yard touchdown pass to Gary Bryant Jr. It, it changed the momentum of the, of the whole thing to me. Uh, what it did for Jackson Dart was probably immeasurable. Uh, what it did for Gary Bryant is he probably felt the most comfortable he has felt uh, since he entered college. Uh, I think it kind of saved USC from uh, really going into halftime, wondering what's happening now. Uh, I would like to just hit upon one of the things play of the game was probably one that uh, wasn't really noticed. It's when uh, Jaden Deloria went out of the game. Uh, to me, it was no coincidence that the SC defense played way better when he was gone and they had Victor uh, uh, at quarterback there. Uh, that's not to take away from the defense. I thought their effort was magnificent in the second half. They played with great emotion. Uh, but I'll save uh, another one of my uh, comments to when we get to surprises. So uh, that's mine. 38-yard pass. Go ahead, Mark. You're playing the game. I got to go with that uh, goal line stand. Um, that, to me, was the turning point of the game. Yeah, the touchdown to GB was huge. But I think that – that fourth down goal line stance, they bowed up and Washington State was done. From that point forward, they knew we're not going to score on this team again. It was over. I'm going to say right at the start of the, the third quarter, Micah Kroom comes down and, and forces that fumble on the kickoff. USC gets that short field. They score again. All of a sudden, it's 14-14 and, and the avalanche. It, it just was piling on from that point forward. I, I think, Greg, you're, the, the Gary Bryant touchdown at USC absolutely needed at that time. That's a fourth down play. If they don't get that, you're, you're 
walking into the locker room. And, and that is a, a tough turnaround uh, to get shut out in the first half um, and, and really have no spark, you know, uh, offensively at that point. But uh, I think both of those, get, getting those on either side of, of halftime. And uh, the players all after the game talked about Dante Williams delivered a <laughs> mo- motivating halftime speech and, and knowing Dante and, and how much this meant, you know, his, his first game uh, as head coach, that that's easy to see that uh, the, the guys came out w- with a fire lit under them. Uh, Make for, sure you watch the video interviews because the players really address that <laughs> each in their own way. Mark, let, let's go. Our, our third thing, and, and this is always uh, the, the surprise. Um, what, what you were surprised at, at seeing, maybe that you didn't expect coming into the game? Uh, going down 14 nothing. It's hard for me to pick a surprise right now because of the euphoria that I'm feeling. Uh, I mean, Dante, even after the game, invited the media in to give him, you know, to give the team a, you know, we're all in chant. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of caught up in it a little bit. I, I guess the surprise was the way, how flat they started the game. You know, Dante's coming in, he's your new head coach, you're excited to play for him, but it looked like Clay Helton hangover. And I don't know, something happened, flip switched, switch flipped and boom, it looked like a, not to take anything away from Dante, but that looked like a Pete Carroll team out there, particularly in the second half, whatever adjustments were made, it worked. Greg, go ahead, hop in. Um, I, I don't know. We were on surprises, right? Yeah. Is that that we're on? Okay. I was surprised, actually. Uh, actually, I was very happy, not surprised, but I was still surprised that they finally put Drake uh, Jackson at, uh, on the edge and he became a factor. I think uh, it took him eight quarters to figure out what I think a lot of people have already figured out that you put him in space to play defense pass wise. He's a non-factor. You're, you're taking him out of the game. He just, he's in between the lines. And I think he made that factor. I think he got excited too. I think the whole team got excited and you can see his body language. Um, you know, I was surprised um, that SC was actually able to compose itself after the beginning that uh, I think they were really in a malaise. I think they really, I, I don't blame uh, Dante Williams about what happened in the first quarter, uh, but it just goes to show you what a change of mindset can do because it's all between the ears. And, um, you know, I'm not one as, you know, I coach for a long, long time. And you know what? You could only do so much at halftime. And I think what Dante Williams did at halftime was just ream his team and not get into X's and O's. I mean, you know, you go to practice, it takes two hours to get something through somebody's head and probably four days to do it. You're not going to do it in 15 to 20 minutes of halftime. So he probably read them the riot act and they probably had not seen that. I don't think Clay Helton quite probably put it in the same way that Dante Williams does, but I can guarantee you that he put it in a way that all those players understood it. And that really plays to his strength. That's why he relates to the players. He talks their language, so to speak. And they get it. But I also think that play of the game, in my opinion, the pass play got their attention. Dante nailed it when he got in that halftime and said, okay, who are we? And I think they stopped feeling sorry for themselves. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word, but instead of looking behind, I think they started looking ahead. And they proved it. Give them all the credit in the world for that. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I'll, I'll go my surprise, and, and I would not have said this, you know, coming into the year. I, I'm surprised that the run game sort of was what it was. I, I thought what we saw against San Jose State, what we saw against Stanford, that there was something there. But, you know, 48 to, – and, and this was a Washington State team last year that, remember, held USC to, to five rushing yards. And, and, yes, some extenuating circumstances there with starters out and, and true freshmen needing to fill in. But – well, this is two years in a row now where Washington State feels like they, they kind of got USC's number uh, on the ground. One of a few teams that, that I think can say that. But, you know, Jackson Dart leads the team with 32 yards rushing. Uh, Vavai Malpe, nine yards on nine attempts. Just could not ever get it going. Again, I'm sure Graham Harrell will say we threw for almost 400 and, and put up 45 points or, you know, 38 uh, offensive points um, and, and got it done through the air. Uh, I, I feel like they ran enough times to where, you know, hit, hit a couple, hit, hit a couple uh, on the ground, but again, plays getting kind of strung out and, and not a lot of space. So again, it's, it's not something where it's like, Oh my gosh, the offense is in shambles and, and they can't figure it out, but was a little surprised that it, it felt like a step back after again, what we had seen those first two games. Mark, I was just going to say, even though they weren't able to run it effectively, they were still able to balance the offense using the run game. And I think that's what helped a lot. So that's all I was impressed And it's also, the, you know, first glimpses in a while of a quarterback that can get it done on the ground. I mean, Jack, actually, Jackson Dart obviously hobbled early in, in his outing with, uh, you know, going down hard on the knee, wearing that, that sleeve the rest of the game. But able to tough it out. The guys afterward, you know, not surprised at all that he kept going and, and kept pushing and, and had the game that he did, even though it looked like, oh my gosh, are we, are we going to quarterback number three early in the game at, at this point when he went down? Uh, Mark, go ahead. Your your expectation that delivered, what, what you expected to see, and, and it was out there on the field for you. I expected a big win. It didn't look that way in the beginning. But you know what I called it? Um, no, um, they, they got, the, they look like they should, well, you know, take away the first half. That second half is, I think what we all anticipated this team to look like this year. Um, you know, they should have looked like this coming out of the gate against San Jose state. We saw what happened last week. So for them to bounce back, it, like Greg said, it took them a while to shake off the malaise, but to finish the way they did, um, it's. That, that's a great takeaway uh, to, to do what they did on the road. And, and Pullman's not an easy place to play. Um, you know, it's not, it's, it's not Oregon state where USC tends to have a more difficult time, but coming up here to this little corner of the earth and leaving with a nice 45 to 14 win, considering all the circumstances, what they've been through this past week, I'll take it every day, twice on Sunday. Greg, go ahead with yours. My, my surprise. No, your what what you anticipated to see and and it played out. It delivered during the game. No, I 
I anticipated to see the running game do exactly what it did today. I, I have no illusions about what's where the emphasis is, the talent is. Um, I think other teams are going to look at this film that Washington State did and see how did they manage to stuff them. Um, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I look, I'll tell you what, when I saw the Jackson Dart run the first time, I said, now that's a key part of the offense if he's healthy. I said, this guy can really change the course of a game. And what he really did was get the respect of his teammates. Because when you say he reminds you of, of uh, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold was like a man's man out there. I mean, he was like a linebacker mentality. And Jackson Dart reminded me of the same thing. But I, I'll, I'll say this. Um, you know, this running game thing, if they don't get it fixed or get the offensive line fixed, no matter – we already saw, no matter how maneuverable uh, Jackson Dart is, he's still susceptible to injuries if they don't block for him. Uh, he's more maneuverable, obviously, uh, than Keaton is. But really, if you're going to stand back and pass the ball close to 50 times a game, you know, you got to give this guy some protection. I mean, if you're not going to get it, doesn't make any difference who the quarterback is. I mean, you're they're 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 really exposed. And so um, I hope that that'll be something that they will. I'm sure they try to address it. I don't don't get me wrong. I think they try to address it. But I think the players have to take it upon themselves, too, and say, look, you know what? The defense isn't got to be the one that gets all fired up. The offensive line's got to get fired up. And I think that there's definitely a um, emotional attitude difference between the two units, in my opinion. Yeah, so my what, what I expected and delivered, I, you know, Drake London was going to have a bounce back game. And he goes 13 catches, 170 yards, two touchdowns, and sets career highs for catches and for yards. Uh, what I also expected, and we saw him, I'm going to combine sort of two things that, that you talked about. Uh, one of them after that Jackson Dart run, that sideline was as fired up as it's been this season, and, and maybe multiple seasons. That they certain players, certain quarterbacks have a way of making a play, and guys gravitate toward it. They they get fired up, and and Jackson, this is a this is purely a positive point for Jackson, and and he has it. Jackson Dart when when he plays. People gravitate towards him. Uh, and, and so that was one of those. And, and then again, I expected the energy to be there. And Mark, like you said, it was not there early. I, I think we both thought this team's going to come out fired up and, and play hard. It wasn't there. But when it was going, when it was going, when they got into it and it was going, yeah, the sideline looked like it It was looking, you know, more than a decade ago. When, when you're talking about that era that, again, you, you want to get back to Uh the, the guys were fired up. They were going, you know, offense was playing for defense. Defense was playing for offense. Everybody's kind of involved and up and, and cheering and all that. And I expected there to be, Jackson Dark called this a, a roller coaster of a week. All the emotions that went through it and, and everything that everybody dealt with. But I, I think it was so cathartic for them to get out there, take a breath, play, and to get this, to get this result where they're not having to, having to answer questions about the first half. They're able to sweep that away during the game and be able to talk about a, a huge win. Uh, that's something I, I think we all kind of thought, you know, maybe they'd be able to rally and, and get this big win up here against Washington State. So 
good to see for the team, for the players. I, they needed they needed this bus ride. They needed this plane ride. You know, they needed this to be able to take a breath at the end of this long week. But all of a sudden, we're turning the page. Oregon State's up next. Let, let's look at this game, Greg, and your biggest takeaway moving forward from this game. I, I think we all might be on, on a very similar page here. Well, my takeaway was I don't – I'm a bit – Washington State's not one of the better teams in the conference. Let's all admit that. We saw that when they even had to go to their backup quarterback. You saw, you know, game over, basically. Um, but I think it was about the effort. It was the ability to forget about whether they're playing Oregon or they're playing Notre Dame. It was their effort, their turnaround that makes them know it's really between their ears. Now, going forward, I think it's going to be really fascinating to see what they're going to do with the quarterback situation. Um, you know, uh, Keaton Slovis has been a great kid. Keaton Slovis is the all Pac-12 quarterback, you know. He, there's a lot there. But Keaton Slovis, if he does have a concussion, Okay, if that's what they say, and he goes on concussion protocol, has had a number of them now, from my understanding. I might be wrong, but I think he has. And that's a from a human condition. I, I have concerns about that for him. I also think that the team understands the difference between Keaton. They appreciate him. They like him. Uh, but they understand they want to win. And uh, I think if Clay Helton was the coach at SC, I'm not so sure that Keaton Slovis wouldn't be the starting quarterback in the future and he would go with him. But I think Dante Williams is going to see things differently than Clay Helton. I think it's a sensitive issue between Dante Williams and Graham Harrell. Now, Graham Harrell might have secretly in his mind said, you know what, this kid is pretty good. And, uh, you know, remember, let's not forget that Keaton Slovis became the starting quarterback at SC uh, when JT Daniels got hurt. So it is part of the game, and he he has to understand that. I think going forward, uh, they're going to have to play the best quarterback that's going to put them in a position to win. Put them in a position where the players on the team have that feeling that he's the guy for us. And my feeling is, take out all the uh, you know the, the 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 tears and the Kleenex and all that sort of stuff. I think Jackson Dart is the man. I think. Uh, uh, if, 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 um, Keaton Slovis can't play next week and it's an automatic start for Dart, I don't think Dart will look back. I will say this though, Oregon state will come to play. Oregon state will be a good test in a lot of ways. I think Oregon state's better than Washington state. Uh, and, uh, will be interesting to see how Oregon state defends Jackson Dart, uh, and how Jackson Dart reacts to being at home. Some guys, they feel no pressure when they're, when they're away. At home, he's going to have all his buddies and everybody's going to be looking at him. But I, I see nothing but good things. And uh, hopefully turning the page, uh, Trojans aren't, you know, they're out of the national championship, but they're not out of winning the Pac-12. They, they, that's a dream that's still there. And uh, I, I don't know what this team is. It's very interesting to me. Mark, go ahead. Spin it forward, your takeaway from this game. Yeah, I'll spin it. Um... I think they're going to ride this wave of momentum. Hopefully it will carry over during practice this week. Uh, I'm glad I'm not in Dante's shoes because he does have a decision to make now. Assuming Keaton is healthy enough to play next week and practice this week, because that's going to be, that'll be the tell. 
if Eden's not practicing this week, we'll know who's going to be the starting quarterback next Saturday at home. Uh, you know, is the team ready to rally around another quarterback? Um, you know, I, I want to I want to savor this win. I don't want to get too far ahead because this team. I, I have never been able to get a feel for a team before, but this team, I, I'm still trying to figure them out because we, we see what they can do when their heads are screwed on straight and they play discipline ball without turning it over in the second half, without creating stupid penalties. This is what you get. But we also see what happens when, you know, they had a great week of practice and you get a result of last week. So going forward with this, it's I'm no more of the I, I'm believing. It's more of you're going to show me on a week to week basis, kind of like you know, win the day type of thing. Show me. Yeah, the quarterback thing is is immediately interesting, right? That that is what is going to be discussed all week. I think there's a way that you can still play both. Again, talking about Keaton being healthy. Uh, if he's the starter, you absolutely, I mean, at, at this point, what Jackson Dart did is demand starts, sorry, snaps in every game going forward. I, I don't think you can have a game at this point where Jackson Dart watches the entire game from the sideline. Do you balance that with Keaton Slovis? Do you let him run the show? Those are, are big, big questions. And, and Dante Williams was in no mood at the end of the game to start getting into that and, and hammering into that. It, it was, hey, we're, we're going to see. We'll see how it goes. Competition everywhere. He's going to be okay. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but boy, I, I just, I don't know how you send Jackson back to the bench. And, and so balancing that and figuring that out is going to be huge. My, my takeaway outside of that is they saw what happens. Again, it's Washington State. It's the backup quarterback. It's all, everything. Yes, everything there is true. Dante Williams came in this week and made, he calls them enhancements. There, there are some changes. There's, there are some flat out changes to, to be, you know, kind of speaking truth to, to that sort of stuff. Uh, the guys have seen now, hey, if we go along with that, this is the result. So, so pinning this result on those enhancements that they made throughout the week, I think is that positive reinforcement that they need to keep things going forward, to keep buying into that, to keep, you know, following lockstep with Dante Williams, with the enhancements, with the changes, uh, and, and seeing positive results from that. I think that is is a big, a big thing from winning this way on the road in your first week, you know, capping this with Dante Williams. So again, plenty of games left to go. There's still you know, Notre Dame out there. There's still UCLA out there. there there's still some, some games, Arizona State, that, that's to come. But again, this first step under Dante Williams behind Jackson Dart uh, with the defense kind of showing up, you know, in, in a big way uh, on Saturday. A lot of good news uh, for, for USC after a, again, what Jackson Dart called a roller coaster of a week. So that, that caps our five things look from USC's 45-14 win against Washington State. For Greg Katz, Mark Hogan, this is Eric McKinney. Thanks for watching, we are SC.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.